and welcome back to Little Dan Radio, talking the last half twice. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. Just remember to leave your uh, name and area code in the YouTube chat so I can know who you are and who's calling. You can also uh, leave your comments and questions in the YouTube chat, youtube.com slash liberaldanradio. And if you're listening after the live broadcast, you can always leave your comments, questions, concerns over at the show thread at liberaldan.com. You can tweet at me at liberaldanradio on Twitter, or of course, respond to the thread on the comment thread on the video on YouTube as well. A bunch of stuff we're going to talk about today. Um, Let's see. First and foremost, if you want to support the show, you can please remember to subscribe if you have not already done so. Try and get some other people to subscribe as well so I can hit that 4,000, uh, well, no, I need 1,000 subs and 4,000 hours of viewed videos viewed. Um, you can also support the show by becoming a Liberal Dan Radio patron, uh, patreon.com slash liberaldan or patreon.liberaldan.com. Either way, we'll get you there. Or you can, uh, if a one-time purchase, buy me a cider. Uh, go to liberaldan.com, click the buy me a cider button, or go to buymeacoffee.com slash liberaldanradio. I guess I could just put buymeacider.liberaldan.com as a link and make that easier as well. We might try and do that after the show if I remember, or just Venmo me, just make sure to do it, friends and family, so there's no fees involved. Um, so, let's talk about it. Went to the dentist today. Um, I think Jolie went, or Aaron, you went yesterday, right? Um so I went to the dentist today, and it, it had been like two years. I've been a bad dentist, bad dental patient, uh, though the insurance that I was currently on, my normal dentist didn't take, and I was just having a hard time finding a dentist that I wanted to, that I wanted to get to, that I wanted to go to or whatever. So I ended up just getting on my works insurance for dental insurance this year. And uh, apparently I was a good boy because I've been a good brusher because uh, the person was like cleaning my teeth was like, what have you been using between your teeth? I'm like, I've been a bad person uh, flossing. I haven't flossed recently. She was like, because I was expecting it to be a mess since you've been two years, and it was really good. Like, she didn't have to do much work. So apparently, I'm very good when it comes to my oral hygiene. So kudos to me. Gold star for Liberal Dan on that one. <laughs> um, what else is going on? Um, the Personally, I mean, still think lingering effects of COVID. I think COVID just kind of wiped me out energy-wise. Uh, so that's the limited. That I think that that's still kind of hovering there, even though I'm negative and I'm. You know, most of the coughing has gone away, though I do have a, a bit of a, a lingering cough going on, but it's much, much better than previous because again, I think the Paxlovid is just that much better. Um, let's see, Jeff Curry, would you rather? attend the Super Bowl and hang with the players after the game or go to the Puppy Bowl and hang with the players after the game? That's a hard question because I do love me some puppies. Um, but if you were hanging out with like the Super Bowl winners after the game, that party would be lit. So <laughs> I don't know. I think that would be a really fun party to go to. You could always find a bunch of puppies to play with. You can't necessarily always go hang out with the Super Bowl winners. So even though as a as, like generally speaking like i would probably love to hang out with the puppies more individually than the players i'd pick the players because whatever other what other opportunity would you have to do that so because it's one of those things like there was a 
a meme going around that was like, if you had to pick from the what, these six actors, and all of them are black actors, um, it was like Denzel, Morgan Freeman, Will Smith, um, and three others who I'm blanking on. Eddie Murphy was one. Um, and if you had to get rid of one of the people, and every movie that that person was in, uh, you, you would no longer be able to see which of these actors would you choose. And it was my friend picked Denzel Washington, and I'm like, you know, on, on a on a on a likability, maybe I think I might like Morgan Freeman more individually than I would Denzel Washington. But I think getting rid of Denzel Washington, I'd lose more movies than I would getting rid of Morgan Freeman. And as such, I'd have to go with uh, getting rid of Morgan Freeman, even though you lose the Batman trilogy. Um, Jeff, I'm from Missouri. I go with puppies all day long, but I ain't no Chiefs fan, so fair enough. Um, Yeah, if if it was like the Saints in the Super Bowl and the Saints won... And I had the opportunity to hang out with the Saints because I'm a Saints fan versus the Puppy Bowl. I, I think the Saints would win. I have my own puppy. I can play with my puppy whenever I want to. So, um, what's up, Demonox? Get, get some good food. Get some good food to try in that air fryer. Um, Demonox is an air fryer. He's also working on his episode. So, we're hoping to see a, or hear a new episode from uh, The World According to Knox, hopefully soon. Let, let, let's all. Put our fingers, fingers together and fingers crossed and all bow our heads in prayer. <laughs> oh, Lord, please allow the Demonox to come along and make a new make a new podcast. Anyway, so I'll get to the Merrick Garland thing, Merrick Garland thing in a bit. Um, the first thing I did want to talk about, you had the Tyree Nichols funeral today. Um, and, you know, it, it, I was it was too sad for me to for me to sit there and watch. It, I I just didn't want to. You know, I haven't watched uh, the full video yet either. Don't know if I want to either. Um, we know it's terrible. We know it's horrible, and I know the family wants it spread wide so that people can see what the hell happened to their kid. And um, police officers should see. Look, this is what happened. This is this is not what this is what you don't do. Um, I just, I don't know. I mean, how many more times does this need to happen? I mean, clearly, I mean, I mean, they're, they're, they're dealing with the after effects stuff. Like they're eliminating the scorpion squad or whatever. I mean, whoever thought we're going to take a squad of people and we're going to make them into a team and call them the scorpion squad. And, uh, do you think that's not going to sting you on <laughs> after a while? You think call naming these people after a poison naming this group after a poisonous, uh, a, a poisonous, I guess is an insect that you know can kill you. Did they think that it was going to go any differently than what happened? I mean, these people were harassing lots of people. This wasn't the first first time these people did this. It was they've been doing it for a while. And not not only did you have the the people who were the initial cops who were all black, by the way, which, you know, kind of raised my eyebrows. Like, Hmm, they're running, they're running to make sure that to punish these folks. Well, I wonder why that is because they're black too. Finally got another white officer who was involved, who I think was the one that tased uh, Tyre Nichols and uh, he got arrested and then you get, or he got, I think he got fired. I don't know if he was arrested. You have the uh, paramedics who just sat there and didn't administer first aid like they should have. Uh, when they got there, they lost their jobs. Uh, heads are rolling, but 
we need to not be in a situation where we have to have heads roll. We need to be in a situation where these people don't act like, act like this in the first place. That's why we need police reform. That's why we need um, oversight over the police. That's why we need to make sure that any officers that come forward to you know, cross the thin blue line and say, hey, this is wrongdoing that's going on in my station. We need to make sure that they are protected and they are viewed as the heroes and that the people who are breaking the law are the villains. But again, as I've talked about in the show before, you know, I've, you know, when people, you know, when you had that video of the guy in Jersey who was going to get convicted of resisting arrest until a second police car rolled up because the first police car footage just showed the dash cam showed the police officers yelling, stop grabbing for my gun, stop grabbing for my gun. So they were going to put him on trial because he, they, they said, well, he's grabbing for his gun. And that's, that's against the law. You can't resist arrest. You can't breach for the officer's gun. But the second camera angle clearly showed that he wasn't reaching for the officer's gun, which made me question, well, is, this can't be the only, uh, this can't be the only, example of police officers just shouting this out loud and often you'll hear police officers shouting stop resisting but it, they also hear us to stop reaching for my gun it happened again i think uh in alton sterling i think in baton rouge um the police officer there was saying stop reaching for my gun stop reaching for my gun um but i asked a, somebody that i know who's a uh police department somewhere in louisiana i'm not gonna say which department but um he basically said yeah that there are it, it was part of like a in, in per, not impersonal um what's the word i'm looking for it's it's part of their you know kind of backdoor training part of their you know, informal training uh that you know they'll, they'll tell the the rookie cops or whatever if you're if you're struggling with a person shout stop stop reaching for my weapon doesn't matter if they're reaching for your weapon or not because at the end of the day, it's going to give the people around you who are witnesses plausible deniability. Because then you can say, was the police officer shouting, stop? What was the police officer shouting? Well, the police officer was shouting, stop reaching for my weapon. Uh, could you see the guy person reaching for the weapon? Well, I really didn't have a good view on it, but that's what I heard the, them saying. And then that's going to give any jury plausible deniability enough, enough doubt to not be able to prove guilt beyond reasonable doubt. Uh, and then I, someone else called into the show, confirmed the same thing. You have where police departments were absolutely teaching their officers to lie because in order to, in order to, just in case they ended up having to kill somebody because that way, um, or just in case they ended up killing somebody, that way they can say, well, it was self-defense because can't you see he was shouting to stop reaching for my gun. So he really believed that the person was reaching for his gun, even if the person really wasn't reaching for the gun. It's It's part of part of the problem with, with gun culture as a whole too in that you know that this is this is what they also kind of teach the and and you know if you kill the person you after you test shout stop reaching for my gun that person can't testify and say hey you were that person i wasn't reaching for the gun they can't testify if, if they actually end up shooting them the same thing with like the murder trials as we've discussed previously if, if you shoot and kill the person that you are ended up fighting with uh, they can't testify against you. Um, whether or not, you know, the three people were good people or not, the, the Kyle Rittenhouse shot, um, the ones that are dead can't give their side of the story on trial. So it's better for the people who are, you know, who are using their guns, it's better for them to kill the people than to not kill the people. 
especially if there's no other reliable witnesses around. So, Jeff Curry, I got stopped for doing 143. I don't even know if I've been in a car that can go 143. Maybe the Porsche that my uncle had. It might, we might, I might have done that once. Uh, cops seemed a bit mad, but never be the. I wonder why that is. Um, let's see. How's that puppy? The puppy is very good. I think last week I said there was no mess in a while, which of course jinxed it. Uh, she peed on the couch the other day, so I had to wash the cushions last night. But, you know, hey. <clears throat> she's still a puppy. She's allowed to have a few mistakes, but she's doing really well. She's obsessed with going outside. I'm constantly getting up out of my chair downstairs to let her outside. And then I have to go let her back in. And then five minutes later, she wants to go back out. And then she wants to go back in and go back out. And so I had to do, I'm in physical therapy because my knee bothers me. And one of the exercises they're having me do, they had, they, they started it last week. I think it was on Thursday. They started on Thursday where I'm, where they wanted to time how many times I could do like without my arms stand, stand up from a sitting position. And I think I did like 12 and 30 seconds. And the person said, that's pretty good. Um, and I'm like, I've been training for this for the past few months because my dog always wants me to get up and let her outside. So it's practice for physical therapy. So apparently, apparently Blanche is uh, just trying to help with my knee. Uh, she's a very sweet dog that way, I suppose. So, um, hello, Elizabeth. Thank you for joining us again. And thank you for your calls last week. Uh, comments against uh, Mr. Gibson Media were, were very much appreciated, especially last week when I was struggling for three hours. And it was definitely good when other people came aboard to, to do some talking for me because I was hurting. So, um, <clears throat> as you can see, a little bit of a cough, not as bad. But I did bring up two cups of water with me and almost already finished one of them almost already. So I'm making sure to keep myself well hydrated and my whistle well wetted, so to speak. So that's my that's my kind of ranting on the uh, Tyree Nichols thing. We'll, we'll see more what happens with uh, the trials. I can't imagine, cannot imagine that these people are going to get off unless maybe one of them flips on the other. And gives and gives something that, and I don't think that'll make him get off. I think that might maybe if somebody flips, that'll get him a, a lighter sentence. But these people are terrible, horrible people. And then, you know, it's one of the, one of the things that you know conservatives are often willing to say, "Oh, this is black people killing another black person, so it's not racism." But yes, it is because racism is a systemic issue, and there are many times when black people, especially black people in positions of power, uh, can perpetuate systemic oppression and marginalization of other black people um, by perpetuating the systems of injustice and systems of oppression and the systems that marginalize folks in this country. You don't, you don't have to be a white person to extend white privilege. You don't have to be a white person to, to, have, to enforce a system of laws and a system of justice or injustice, if you will, to, uh, uh, against black folks in this country. So, um, hello, Robert Reynolds. Shouts out to you. Shouts out to all of the Liberal Dan Radio patrons. You got Robert, Wes, Bill, um, Jolie, Aaron, Alan, your boy Chris, Cesar, Demonox, the first Liberal Dan Radio patron. 
And of course, you have Jolie. Now you have Julie, uh, the first Liberal Day and Radio producer. And of course, Jolie and Aaron are both also Liberal Dan Radio mods. They are the mod squads. Um, see, Bo had the best analogy using a Monopoly game. I, I, I don't know if I got caught that or not. Um, so let's see. Uh, what was the next thing on the top? Oh, yeah. So moving on to the next subject for a little bit. Um, we'll have plenty of weeks to talk more about uh, Tyron Nichols, but I don't think I spent enough time talking about it last week because I spent too much time discussing things with all good old Joe. Um, and I, I can't, I can't believe dude asked. Um, I can't believe he was like, well, trying to trying to sort of equate the positions of somebody choosing to be a Nazi and somebody being born to a Jewish person I, and as such being Jewish themselves. That was just, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be shocked by it, but the lengths that they go to, to try and, you know, try and play, well, both sides do it or, or try and try and, and, and make it seem like, well, what if, what if they convince you that you're wrong? Well, but I'm wrong for being born. Like, come on, it's ridiculous. So the last part of the, of the show, at least, at least the last hour, I should probably chop that out and, post it either separately or post maybe post it on on the anchor podcast page and be like hey this this is what i had to deal with um me or dan arguing with a nazi or uh, he he claimed to not be a nazi of course but a lot of nazis claim to not be nazis until they turn out to be nazis so it is oh sorry that's that is trump's line it is what it is thank you donald um so Florida's officials rejected a new AP course, arguing that it does not comply with state law. The AP course was African-American studies. So, of course, um, well, let's, let's, let's stop at that. So, imagine starting the game by rolling dice. Even number goes first. Odd number has to wait 10 turns to start the game. That's a decent one. I mean, I like um, John Scalzi has a post that went super viral. Uh, uh, talking about issues of like privilege and basically comparing life to a video game and saying that, okay, well, you know, sometimes video games have different difficulty modes. So privilege is basically a difficulty mode. How many, how many obstacles are going to be throw, thrown in your way? How many enemies, I mean, how many enemies are going to be thrown in your way that, to, that you have to deal with uh, on when it comes to, uh, your individual life on average compared to somebody else. So, so all other things being equal, um, a black person is going to have more obstacles thrown in their way than, than the same, same situated, similarly situated white person. And so the white person basically gets to start the game on easy mode. And then the black person uh, starts the game on a higher difficulty level. So does that mean that the white person is going to save the princess all the time? No the white person might be inept at playing the game of life. Does that mean that the black person is going to fail uh, in rescuing the princess? No, because the, the black person could be adept at playing the game of life. It doesn't, but it doesn't mean that the obstacles have, you can't ignore the fact that they had to deal with more obstacles. Um, and of course, as I'm explaining this to people, I usually throw in the, and um, the idea that it's always saving the princess and not the other way around uh, just explains another level of intersectionality that they're probably not ready for because they haven't grasped the general idea of privilege 
from the beginning. So imagine you're only allowed to buy on the road with Baltic Place. Yeah, you can only buy in, in the slot. Actually, you know what happens is like probably all the people living in, in the Boardwalk and Park Place are the ones that own all the other territories, and that's the problem with Monopoly. Although people don't play Monopoly correctly. Like if you pass on a, uh, if you pass on a property and choose to not buy it, it then gets auctioned. So there's, there's always an opportunity for everybody to buy a property if you choose to not buy that property. Um, and then, of course, the original rules of Monopoly were completely different. Um, you, you had the, like, the renter, you had the Monopoly, I think you had, um, it was like an anti-Monopoly game, and you had the capitalists and the anti-capitalists, and each person played by a different set of rules. And so it, it made it more interesting, I guess. But I guess somebody didn't want to, um, I guess, promote anti-capitalism or whatever. So that's probably why they changed the game. Hey, Benny Loco, thanks for joining as well. Appreciate you. Um, hey, Ken, how's it going? Hey, Bill, thanks for joining us as well. All right, so back to uh, the AP Studies courses. Um, of course, uh, what should we call it? Uh, Florida Ron DeSantis. Uh, signed the Stop the Woke Bill or whatever in 2022 because they have this biggest problem with, with, with wokeness and you know the idea that you should you know understand that other people have marginal, are marginalized and have issues that are systemic in this country and that you know perhaps we should deal with them. Um, the Stop the Woke Bill basically is like, you can't make white students feel bad for being white. <laughs> what will they ever do? Even though <clears throat> they're not actually making, they're not actually saying you should feel bad for, for being white because these past white people did things. But it's reasonable to point out that most of the people that owned slaves, most of the slaves were owned by white people, white slave owners. And because when the South seceded from the country, uh, from the rest of the country, and they wanted to form their own little country uh, that lasted, didn't last very long. Uh, the, uh, they specifically stated that they felt that, you know, the white race was superior. They felt that um, they specifically stated that they felt that you should be able to own slaves. And, and so the, 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 the Confederate States of America was a country born on white supremacy. I mean, there's no other way to argue it. And white supremacy is bad. And, and in order, according to these a-holes, Saying white supremacists are bad is akin to saying white people are bad. Well, that's because these white people are white supremacists and they don't want to be called out on their crap. So, uh, so Florida Education Commissioner, this is from USA Today, Manny Diaz Jr. last month shared a list of concerns about the course, um, including ranging from broad concepts to specific authors. DeSantis said the state rejected the course because it included the study of queer theory and movements that advocate for uh, abolishing prisons. Now, here's the thing. Let's talk about the abolishing prisons first. Um, if it discusses that there are people who believe in prison abolishment, that doesn't mean that you're teaching that you should abolish prisons. That means that you're teaching when you're teaching about like African-American studies in this country, you're, you're including all of the activism movements within 
African-American political uh, and political science type issues. And you're going to discuss, and if you don't discuss all of them, you're, you're leaving things out. So you're going to discuss, to discuss abolishing, abolishing prisons. You are not condoning abolishing prisons. It's like my grandpa on my mom's side um, was very mad that my mom took a course, a comparative religions course in college that included studying the Quran. So she had a copy of the Quran in the house and he was pissed that we had a copy of the Quran in the house. And I was like, the course, the class isn't teaching you to be Muslim. The class is teaching you to understand what people who are Muslim believe, what practices, what if you practice Islam, what they believe it's, Learning about something isn't, a, isn't, isn't, saying, isn't promoting it. But these are the same clowns who fight sex ed, who, don't, who only want abstinence-only class either, because they feel that if you arm children with information on how to protect themselves during sex, that you're somehow giving tacit approval to have sex in the first place. And you're not. But these are the overly simplistic, poorly educated people that Donald Trump claims to love. And these are the people that are being uh, manipulated by these politicians. And it's very, I mean, maybe that's why it's so easy, excuse me, for the Republican Party to do as well as they do, is because their base is much more easily manipulated than ours is. We have probably more critical thinkers than theirs do. We, we're, we're, we're not as easily swayed by the bull. So when they when their followers get the bull, they're like, oh well, that makes sense. Whatever, I agree with that. I think it's got to be right. So they go ahead and believe it without critically thinking, because again, they reject critical thinking. They can reject the idea that you should be looking into issues. They just want to be the Republicans. Just want to say, okay, well, <coughs> this is what we do. This is what we don't do. So let's see. I think we found. Did we find the list? Let's see. Manny Diaz Jr. Despite the lies from Biden White House, Florida rejected an AP course filled with critical race theory and other obvious violations of federal law. We proudly require the teaching of African American history. We don't accept woke indoctrination, masquerading as masquerading as education. Uh, happy soon to be birthday, Bill. My closest friends couldn't go to school with me. Or drink from the same fountain or sit with me in a restaurant. That's what they want to go back to, though. And that's the damn shame. Let's see. Uh, Topic 4.15. Intersectionality and activism. Concern. Intersectionality is fundamental to CRT and ranks people based on their race, wealth, gender, and sexual orientation. It doesn't rank people on race, wealth, gender, and sexual orientation. It basically says that you may have privilege or not. In certain areas. So you have, if, if me, I'm white, I'm cisgendered, uh, I'm middle class, um, I'm a dude. So that those are things that you know that that benefit me. I mean, being middle class, I might not have as much privilege as someone who's wealthy. Uh, being Jewish, I might not have as much privilege. Being fat, I might not have as much privilege. But there are ideas that go in there that say, okay, well, just because you check a box, it doesn't mean you're checking all the boxes and there are still ways that you can suffer in society above and beyond one of the check boxes. 
So you could be a black woman or you could be a black man and, and have and not have the privileges of racial privilege, but you have gendered privilege. And that's not ranking people. It's just understanding what they're going through. Uh, the movement for black lives. <clears throat> Topic 4.29. Movement for Black Lives is an organization with stated objectives that include eliminating prisons and jails, including ending pretrial detention and concluding the war on black, trans, queer, gender nonconforming and intersex people. I mean, I guess they want to continue the war on black, trans, queer, gender nonconforming and intersex people. I mean, that's that's that says to me at least. Um <clears throat> included reading Leslie Key Jones, who wrote, Every day black people produce an unquantifiable amount of content for the same social media corporations that reproduce the white supremacist superstructures that oppress us. I mean, I understand how that might sound dangerous to a white supremacist, but, you know, it's not false. Um, black feminist literary thought, included reading Bell Hooks, author of many intersectionality texts and in the recommended reading states, I begin to, <clears throat> there we go. I'm starting to get the coughs up again. And I, in the recommended reading, I begin to use the phrase work, white supremacist capitalist patriarchy. Scary words. Hey, Bill Deacon. Hey, Leanna. Thank you for joining. Hey, aquatic. Um, Aquatic FBF, white has a higher rank than white, white people have more privilege than black people, yes. Oh, we have a caller. Uh, who is calling? Uh, Elizabeth. That's Elizabeth. I think. Is that Elizabeth? Yes. Yay. Hey, yes. how are you doing? Go ahead. Fine. How are you doing today? Doing well. Talk while I drink okay. some water. <laughs> All right. Well, you. I, that's what I thought I might do. Um that this is a very, very um, excellent book on uh, black history. It's an anthology, and it's called um, Crossing the Danger Water. And it has um, African-American history and authors, and it even has a one chapter on um, news, full of newspaper articles full of lynching. Um, it, it's, 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 it's a fascinating book. It's Maya Angelou, it's got Frederick Douglass, all of the – it's amazing. But um, that doesn't trickle into the classroom, into the curriculum. How teachers are trained is a big deal. Uh, the, the problem is, is parents aren't privy. I don't know why it's a big secret how teachers teach. It, it would be helpful for parents to learn um, because some people, you know, managing children, uh, managing their education ain't an easy task. So uh, it helps to have teacher information that is given to the parents is not some big mystery, like um, uh, the types of curriculum, the types of books we read in college. You want to know how I was indoctrinated? Here, take this home and read this. <laughs> the, the, the biggest problem is this, liberal Dan, and I'm going to, one statement, um, one more thing I want to add. Um, I, sure. I want to say that white people have been working so hard they can't find their butt with both hands because the economy since it's been um, trickled down your legs, economics, you know, pee on you and tell you it's uh, raining uh, economics right. so, for so long, right, um, that they're working two and three jobs, and they can barely raise their own children, much less pay attention to what's happening and who's picking their pockets. So now they just know their pockets getting picked, 
and somebody's telling them, well, it's them, and that's the person they always trust, and so why not? Right? Because right. they don't have time to look. Okay? And now what's happening is the people doing picking the pockets are scapegoating brown, Jew. It doesn't matter who or what. It doesn't matter if you're gay, straight. They don't, I don't think they, anybody they can marginalize. Anyone, a woman, um, you're black, you're Jewish, you're, you're, you're gay, you're, you're purple, you're orange. I can discriminate against the person that's orange, a particular orange person, actually. Mm. So anyway, that's my, that's my thing. Okay, it's a big, it's a big load of crap. Right, actually, and 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 the, and the course that we're talking about in this one with uh, with DeSantis opposing this, you know, AP uh, from uh, American African American Studies course is it's an optional course. No one's forced to take it. If you don't want to take it, don't take it. But if you want to take it, take it. And so no one's nobody's being forced to go into this classroom. But but they don't want to give even people the option to be able to learn Frankly, about these sort uh, of things. I, I think it's absolute. I, you, if you look at the textbook, I'll tell you what Texas is a big deal about our national textbook uh, contracts. I mean, the, right. the, the framework. Texas has a big deal with choosing our, our which publishers. I, I was on a textbook committee one time. I, it's just, it's a mess reading all these books. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the different ways that history can be taught as right. a history, as a retired history teacher, so or a social studies teacher. So you know, it, it's tough um, to be able to. Settle, you know, bring that down, disseminate the information. Still keep, and I've taught in California and Texas. Mm-hmm. So it, I, and boy, wow. Kids say that's uh, I am, but you're, you know. <laughs> I can imagine there's a big difference. I mean, and even like, it's, it's just like, ugh, I lost the thing that I was going to say about it, but just, just the simple mentioning. Like, well, they, they always talk about liberal snowflakes and how we're so sensitive and how we're so. You know, we were so we cry about everything. Well, I mean, they're admitting that they're the snowflakes. They're the ones who get upset because if you dare mention something from history that paints white people in a bad light, or at least some white people in a bad light, they start boohooing. Like, I, I, you know, I, yeah, I get that. I get that. Right? They, they, they. Um, when the, we we are nibbles, we are the snowflakes. Yeah, you're there. The snowflakes. The whole projection thing. You mean, or is that what you're right. talking oh, about? Yeah. Oh, projection okay. is just, they project so much they should form a drive-in movie theater. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, so. um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. So uh, also another thing, a note about black history. Um, there, there are different attitudes, and, and this, a, large, a large part of the fear, the fear was put into people about black people back in the day when actually blacks outnumbered whites in the South. Right. Imagine. Well, that's you know, why they had to had, maintain their power structures to. Uh, they that they were outnumbered. Right. They maintained. They wanted to maintain their power, but but also Americans were uniquely cruel. Um, there's a lot of some countries actually allow theirs to have indentured servitude and let them go after seven years. Mm-hmm. They were, you know, and some people like in Brazil. I, I would think the um, Portuguese slave trade did a lot of Brazil business. That's why you have a lot of port. That's why they speak Portuguese there. Right. Yeah. So there's a lot of nuance, and you can't put that in a two-minute soundbite for Fox News viewers. Right. They don't have time. Uh, and I would say a lot of the Fox News viewers don't have the capacity to even understand it because they've, for so long, have been have been taught to not critically think. You know, they've been taught no, to I not question. 
Yeah. I think state governments have been been pocketing the education money. I think they've been scamming, uh, uh, laundering the education money, the federal education money they're getting through state programs and winding it up in their own pockets and those of their donors. That's what I think, because they're trying to collapse yeah. public education. Well, that's what they, they do. That's what they've been doing with these uh, school choice programs, like vouchers and, and, and charter Precisely. schools. Is is that you you get to funnel the the dollars into programs? There was a school here that was eligible to accept dollars, uh, the vouchers, and that school taught um, used the used the theory of the Loch Ness monster to disprove uh, the theory of evolution. Like that that's what these that it's it's ridiculous what what was allowed to get money federal money funneled through the state but they don't want they want to destroy public education you know right now in new orleans there there's no public schools it's all charter and we don't have school choice we have a lottery and it's you know we're lucky if we get to the get the schools that we want and right now i have to wait to see which school my oldest gets assigned to and and there are some schools that are that are that are serious about their education, then there are other schools that just want to pocket the money and use they just view it as a business. Every, they want to privatize everything we rely on yep. because it's they've got automatic customers. It's it's inelastic goods. They can you can't the the market can deal with ice cream cones. If you like it, you buy it. If you don't, you don't. But they can't with insulin. Right. You have a guaranteed customer. They can jack right. that price. And, and that's what they want to do with fuel. They've done it with fuel and medicine. They want to do it with education. It's, it's, a, it's a racket, really. They've done it with prisons even privatized, as you were saying earlier. They, yeah, and the problem is we need to learn about things like elastic, inelastic goods in, earlier on in life. Like I only learned about that when I went to college, when I took the econ courses, because had I not taken those economics courses, I wouldn't have known what the price, elast, price elasticity of demand was. I wouldn't know what that means i wouldn't know how it applies to you know you know the the, the basic everyone learns oh supply demand that's it you know and everybody hears those sound but they don't they don't understand like the nuances of how you know if there's no alternative if you have to take this then then if the price goes up well oh well you have to deal with it you have to suck it up and not buy other things right right and there's that word nuance again <laughs> maybe we should just but, blot out the word it's nuance nuance yeah. <laughs> anybody looks it up on the right wing. But anyway, I'll let you I don't want to monopolize your um your program. I just simply wanted to make a couple of comments and recommend that people take a look at that book. You can probably check it out in the library. It's called Crossing the Danger Water. I, I the the author escapes me and my books are in storage, so I don't know. Okay. I can't give you any more information. That and there's another about Nazi Germany. Huh? What was the last one you said? What's the last thing you said? Another one about Nazi Germany is called Backing Hitler, and it's a uh-huh. study of, um, of of how people fell into uh, um, um, falling for um, Nazism, and it's fascinating. It's by an author by the name of Galatoly, and those are the two recommendations right. I have for reading. Okay, thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you for calling in. I always appreciate your uh, your, your additions to the show, so... Thank you so much. Well, I appreciate you giving me a voice. I appreciate you. Thank you. My night. You're very welcome. Have a good one. Um, okay, so what else you. we're going to talk about? But yeah, it, it, one of, this is one of the things we want to talk about this month as opposed, you know, and, and all month because, of course, it's Black History Month. So we need to make sure uh, that we are we are addressing these issues because these issues are very important uh, to 
uh, let's see, did I get that right? I think so. The link in the chat is a link to Amazon. Uh, if you wanted to buy the Crossing the Danger Water, 300 years of African American writing uh, paperback, so therefore you, you can go and read that as well. Um, let's see, it's if you buy it new, I think on Amazon it's 24. You might be able to buy it cheaper, buy it used for 12. Um, there might be a Kindle version as well. So there's just one of the things. And if you use that link, you support Liberal Day and Radio. Uh, but you could also go to the library, I'm sure, and get it as well. And I fully endorse utilizing libraries while the conservatives don't kill those too. Um, but yeah, we need to, we need to, you know, these first two issues with the, you know, the murder of, of Tyree Nichols and with um, how DeSantis is trying to shut down people from learning about black history and how they're trying to water down and whitewash history in such a way that makes it so that, um, we don't learn about the past and we don't have an accurate picture of the past because they're too afraid to show an accurate picture because they're afraid of how it makes white people's look. Um, wait, what, what, Tim, I'm missing something. This is what you said. What state ban caller? What? Black History Month, or as the Saints is called it, Total Hell Month. Yeah. Okay. So, Sinful Solutions. Hello, Sinful Solutions. How are you today? We need to deprogram her rant. Let's see. The whole thing we're talking about with, um, what's the word? I was, what's the word that Elizabeth, we were using? Nuance. Um, Liberal Day and Radio. Nuance discussions for an uncomplicated world. <laughs> or something like that. Um, anywho. So the last thing I did want to talk about was Merrick Garland. And we're probably going to try and keep the show an hour, maybe, maybe an hour and a half, depending on if we go, <clears throat> depending how far we go or whatever. Um, but Merrick Garland. Let's, let, me, let me open up. I retweeted this on Twitter. It was something that Donald Trump retruthed on Truth Social. I don't know if Hal covered this one or not. Um, so Pete Strzok. Pete Strzok. I don't know how that's pronounced. Two days after saying he still believes Putin more than U.S. intel community, current Republican frontrunner for president reposted a message encouraging people to be locked and loaded to physically fight for him this time. So this is what this is what uh, at Free Texas seventeen seventy six uh, user on Truth Social state state. Then they will have to figure out how to fight 80, 80 million plus. It's not going to happen again. People my age and old will physically fight for him this time. What we got to lose, I'll donate the rest of my time here on this planet to do it. And I know many, many others who feel the same. They got my six, and we are locked and loaded, all capital letters. Um, pronounced struck. Thank you, Elizabeth. Pete struck. Like the Z is unnecessary, but that thing, that's, you know, who knows? But we have lots of letters that are unnecessary uh, in, in words, let alone names, I suppose. So, but the, pers- the problem with this is not just that. This is an individual who's calling for violence 
locked and loaded is is clear mentioning that they're armed um and they are going to physically fight for him so this is not nuanced uh euphemisms or you know you know oh i really didn't mean no physically this is not proverbial this is literal they will physically fight for him him being donald trump and who retruced it donald trump did donald trump shared to all of his people who follow him on truth which is probably everybody um he he shared this and this is him tacitly approving of people physically fighting for him which only goes to help prove that he supports people using force to make sure he's in office. Hey, Crimson 66. Thank you, by the way, for following me over on Twitch. I saw it the other day. Thank you so much. Um, <clears throat> so this is the thing with Merrick Garland. I'm, I have been very patient with Merrick Garland. There have been a lot of people who have been impatient with Merrick Garland. And I think early on in the whole thing, when it comes to the investigation of Donald Trump, when it comes to his documents, the investigation of Donald Trump, when it comes to his actions or inactions, when it comes to the insurrection on January 6th, either his actions beforehand, inciting people to come down for it to be wild, or his his actions on telling them to go march on the Capitol or his inaction and not him not doing anything when he was notified that the people there were, were storming the Capitol and committing acts of violence and he didn't do anything to help stop it. Um, I, I look, I didn't want Merrick Garland to rush. I didn't want Merrick Garland to, to hurry up a case and have it be sloppy so he loses it. I, I appreciate the idea in a vacuum of taking the time to dot all your I's and cross all your T's and get all your ducks in a row and whatever other saying you want to get or any other cliche that you want to use when it comes to making sure that his case is airtight, waterproof, that, it, that, that nothing can get through that he will set Donald Trump up and he will make him fall because he's a criminal in and of itself. So what's my problem? He's taking too damn long. At this point, what else does he need? What else could possibly be left to do before bringing charges on the documents before bringing charges on his involvement with January 6th and the insurrection. I mean, you already had a judge that said that him and the other guy um, very well likely committed felonies when it came to January 6th. Um, hey, Adam, thank you for joining. Appreciate you. Make sure to click that subscribe. Um, yeah, easy e-network. A case against the former POTUS has to be perfect. I, I absolutely agree. That that's why I was willing to be patient with him. I I felt back in January of 2021 that there should have there was enough evidence there to do something against him. But I was fine with Merrick Garland. I mean, even my wife was like, "What's taking so long? Why doesn't he?" And I, and I kept saying, "Look, 
it, you've got to dot all your I's. You've got to cross your T's. You've got to make sure that your, that your case is, is solid, that there's no flaws in it, that there's no cracks in it, that there's nothing that could be taken advantage of by a Trump attorney when it comes to, you know, procedure or when it comes to the manner in which you make your argument and, and how the charges are worded and what charges are brought. I'm fine with being that careful. But I think it I think time is running out. There's I think Merrick Garland is, is being he doesn't want to be seen as political, but but that's fine. You don't want the Justice Department to be politicized, but you cannot use the fact that someone is a politician as an excuse to not go after them. I was fine with him getting a, a, a special counsel or whatever to deal with a document gate. I was fine with them getting another, I guess another special counsel dealing with Biden and whatever documents he might have had, although clearly the two situations are completely different because Biden and his team of attorneys are cooperating with uh, the Department of Justice figures to figure out what was going on. And, but also there's the, also the other point that when Biden did uh, is when Biden took those papers or when the papers were taken with Biden or whatever happened with those papers, when he took them, it was only a misdemeanor. Donald Trump changed it to a felony. So therefore, when Donald Trump broke the law, he broke the law that was much more harsher of a sentence than Biden may have done if Biden actually violated any laws when it came to the papers that he took that was found on his property. So, so there's that. But again, but but even with that, even ignoring the papers, you know, put the let the papers things do its merry thing with the special prosecutor or whatever. There's there's enough out there. You have the entirety of the January 6th videos. You have enough evidence there in the videos to show what and the, and, and the and the arguments and the and the and the, uh, the uh, testimony that was given by the people who are part of that administration clearly saying that Donald Trump knew that he lost the election, knew that Joe Biden was the winner, yet still went out pushing the false narrative that he didn't lose, that, that Biden didn't win, that Trump was the winner, and that it was stolen from him, supposedly, all because he wanted to rile up this aggravated base that he knew would go fight for him, and he did whatever he could to get them to fight for him. And then when they were physically fighting for him, he did nothing to stop it. The dereliction of duty that he had, the malfeasance in office that he had, by just sitting there and doing nothing for hours while they attacked the Capitol, should be in and of, in and of itself a chargeable offense for, him, for them to go after him and get him locked up for good. Nick, thank you. Yes, my voice does uh, sound better. I, I, I agree. Voice feels better. Um, I think as Leanna brings up in the chat, Jim Jordan, MTG, uh, Bobo the Clown, Matt Pizza Gates. Also, there should be enough evidence there for, for them to get <clears throat> brought up in charges and convicted as well. I would think. I mean, whoever gave tours, you know, there, there should be enough there as well. Welcome back, Demonox. Yes, and Trump knew that the traitors were armed. Absolutely. Um, he knew it, he, and he didn't care. He told the people, like, they're not here to shoot me. No, he didn't, he didn't want them. He wanted them to take the metal detectors down and let the armed people in 
because he wasn't afraid of them because he knew who they were there to shoot. And it wasn't him. They were there to support him. Also, when he said that he wanted like the National Guard, he didn't want the National Guard to to defend the Capitol. He wanted the National Guard there to defend his supporters against people like the Capitol Police. So I, I, I'm really, I'm at the point, I, again, I, I've supported Merrick Garland's cautious, practical, pragmatic approach to, a, to, to making sure that, every, that nothing was political, that it was all based on facts, that he wanted to get all ducks in a row, whatever. I'm fine with all that. I was fine with all that. But enough's enough, as they say. <clears throat> it's time to shit or get off the pot. Is he, is he going to? There I have no evidence. <clears throat> if I were to believe, if I were to be a gambling man at the moment, even though I think there's enough evidence there, I would say that Garland at this point, I would bet that he won it, bring charges, because at this point, I have no reason to believe that he will, because he's taking so long with it. And you can bring multiple charges, like the charges that could come from the documents case would be completely different, a completely different trial than the charges that might come from January 6th. But you can, there must be a charge there must be one singular charge at least that they could at least bring now and then maybe bring others later. Amend the filing. Bring more cases and bring more suits against him. Adam, have I gone on a show with House Sparks? I have called in the House Sparks. House Sparks has also called into here several times. Um, I'm hoping to get Hal on sometime this month. Um, is, uh, Andrea here yet? Um, I'm looking to, uh, cause this is, this would be the Halliversary, uh, cause last year in February is the first time I had Hal Sparks on a show. And so I'm hoping to get that happening again. I know Hal's been very busy, so I can't necessarily, uh, push on it. I don't want to push him too hard on it, but, um, yeah, it was, it's, it's having Hal on has been great and I hope to have him on more again in the future. I called, I've, I've called into the Saturday show a couple of times. I've never been an actual guest on his other cast. Like I haven't been on like as a guest, uh, like Philip Bittner has, I have had Philip Bittner as a guest and I want to get him on the show sometime this month as well as well. Um, let's see. Rose Blake Garland has a lot on his plate. Yeah. Garland does has a lot, have a lot on his plate, but he also has a lot of people under him to handle a lot of other things. And, how much more time does Merrick Garlic need um, to bring charges? That's the thing. What else is left for the, him to look up? What else is him left for him to do? What I's and T's have yet to be dotted and or crossed uh, in order to uh, in order to get this ball rolling, so to speak? Um, Demonox Trumper is going to regret Garland not being on SCOTUS. Well, I mean, maybe. 
Devin Ox, maybe they might, maybe they'll be happy with it. Maybe they're happy he's not on SCOTUS because as of right now, he hasn't brought the charges. Now, he, the Justice Department have brought charges against many of the other people who were involved on January 6th. You've had many of the people involved on January 6th plea out and or uh, admit that they were guilty uh, and, you know, gave, you know, like a testimony based on, you know, why they did what they did. And all of them basically said that they did what they did because they felt that they were called there by their president to do what it is that they did. Um, Tim, I was a guest on Hal's show once. Was I? I I don't think I was a Hal guest on, uh, I've called in to Hal's show. Um, But I don't think I, I haven't connected like Philip did at all, but I've called in twice. Let's see, Kimchi, every single accusation against Biden is based on twisted facts or outright lies. Hunter and Biden didn't collude on crap. It's all BS narrative constructed by Whiting Millie. Don't fall for it. Absolutely. Um, welcome back, Elizabeth, again. Um, yes, Adam, Garlic, Garland has so many resources, there's no excuse. Um, Legal Eagle has a great video on Garland and how this investigation is likely to proceed. I will have to go check that out. I do like Legal Eagle's channel. Um, I recommend you go watch it as well. If you haven't watched Legal Eagle, he has some good entertaining videos and good knowledge videos. Like you'll have videos like how did this TV show do its court case? Was it good? Was it not good? What was flawed? Like he looked at the measure of a man from Star Trek The Next Generation. He looked at legally blonde and you know what 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 was good what was not good about what was done in this one why you wouldn't be able to do this in an american court or not of course in the federation it's it's not an american court it's a military tribunal type of court with a with a judge advocate general or whatever um so but yeah he, he it's a very good channel i would highly recommend it um Biden equals I forgot stuff. Oops, Trump, it's mine. You can't have it. Exactly. That, that's the thing about Trump. Trump's like, it was planted there, but it's mine. And it's, it's, it's confidential because it's communications with me and my attorneys. What? Which one is it? Is it, was it planted there? Or was it your communication with your attorneys? Or what was it? Um, conservatives. I'll show the women. Adam, RP Bar Queen. Absolutely. I, I was shocked. that She was a year younger than me. I was very shocked to hear that, that she died this week and she was fighting cancer. Um, she was for, she was the board queen on the card. She played a part on the rookie. Um, she was a test in the video game version of here. I of not here. I stand um, the last of us. Oh my God. If you have not watched the last of us, watch the last of us. If you have access to HBO, or so your friend's HBO account, go watch The Last of Us. Like, it started off really good, and it, it, it's, it's a show about, like, these um, zombies that are, like, mush- I call them mushroom zombies because it's based on fungus. Like, the fungus that, you know, I think everybody, a lot of people have seen the things about the fungus that can take over an ant. Like, an ant will get infected by this fungus, and it will, like, you know, it'll the fungus will start controlling the ant and how the ant moves or whatever. It's really creepy stuff. But so they have a show based on the game, 
and it has uh, Pedro Pascal from Game of Thrones and Mandalorian. Um, it also has another um, acting professional because I don't know what you would call if you would say actor or actress because I believe they go by they them. Um, so I forget the name. I forget their name off the top of my head. Uh, but another, somebody else from Game of Thrones who also who never went on screen at the same time as Pedro Pascal. But so the first two episodes are kind of giving yourself, you get some backstory, you get some action dealing with what's going on with, um, with like these quarantine zones, this at the other, but then episode three, I was not, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not going to spoil it too much. Um, when it comes to it, however, um, you may cry at episode three. I was not expecting such a beautiful episode in a show about mushroom zombies. So, yeah, go because reality isn't freaking enough exactly. Um, but yeah, go. Go watch it. If, if, if you have the ability to watch it, I recommend watching it. You don't know, You probably don't even need to watch the first two episodes just to get watch the third episode and get a good, you know, get a good cry out. I'd still recommend um, watching the first two anyway because it'll give you a little bit more of a background as to what's going on and why the people are in the situation that they're in. Because that's the best spoiler-free. Uh, discussion of that episode that I can give. I don't want to say anything else about it for fear of, of spoiling what's in the show. So, yes, Tim, no spoilers. And yes, I'm, I'm, I'm very big about not spoiling shows. I don't like people that spoil shows. They used to have a person, <clears throat> a former friend of mine, uh, who um, would have no problem just discussing what happened on particular shows. And I was like, dude, like, you have to give people several weeks to watch a movie before posting about it on Facebook or at least make a, like what I would do is I would say, Hey, I want to make a group about this movie that we, that I just saw. Uh, if you want into the group, the, the group to discuss the movie, then go, then I forgot to turn off my Alexa. Um, so what was I, saying? I don't even remember anymore. I got, Oh, spoilers. So make a Facebook group and be like, hey, come join my Facebook group and we'll discuss this particular episode, this particular show, um, or this particular movie. And and so you don't have to worry about, you know, join. You don't have to worry about me posting a spoiler because I'll do it privately where you can't see it. Um, so there you go. Um, did Jeff Curry right there here? Sucks. 40 car pileup. Don't. The driver of 40 feel like a dumbass. I can't see that. Let's see. Hold on. What's what's Tim? What, is, what are you saying about Biden's integrity? What about him is right wing talking points? I'm concerned about Biden being affected. Being affected about what specifically? Um, Patty Wack, mom is in the hospital diagnosed with Alzheimer's. My brother gave her COVID. She's doing well. Please be careful, everyone. I hope you're feeling better. Now. I am feeling much better. Uh, we never retested. I guess they don't recommend, I guess, retesting once you test positive for COVID. They just recommend being, like, safe for two weeks or whatever. 
Um, however, I did retest to make sure that I was safe around my family. Um, and I made sure that I stayed away from my family until I retested and tested negative. But then again, I got to Paxlovid and she didn't because I am the one who gave her, uh, I am the one that gave her the, the Rona, unfortunately. Oh, we got a caller. Okay. Yes. What's your name? Where are you from? Hello. Yes. I'm Leo. I'm from Charlottesville, Virginia. Okay. What's going on? Nothing much. I um heard. I remember the Tyree thing. Right. Yeah. It's a it's a shame what they did. Okay, I agree. At least, but um, at least the police chief is not. You know. You know what I'm saying. They're not defending the officers. True. That that is that is true. That the you don't have the thin blue line going on here. It's kind of hard to have the thin blue line here when it comes to uh when it comes to that because how can you defend that? And right. it, it it's impossible. I mean I even I listen to a very conservative show in the mornings. Um that's where I get a lot of some of my material. Even that host was was talking about how bad how it was bad what happened there. So it seems that we have a good majority of the country who are coming together to uh to um to be critical of this. Now, if that turns into actual action on reforming police departments, that remains to be seen. Um, but at least there's, there's, there's a good chunk of, of people more than normal coming out against what happened in that particular situation. Now, of course, there are people who are still making the same old tired arguments like, well, if he wouldn't, he wouldn't have died if he wouldn't have resisted. Well, I have no reason to believe that because, um, he wasn't resisting at the beginning and they started pulling the crap. Um, but there are yeah. still always going to be the apologists who have no problem with police actions that uh, take out uh, black people. Uh, do you have any other, th- yeah. any other comments? Yeah, it's the same thing with Jesse Lee Peterson. No matter how racist or how brutal the police can be, he'll still defend them, but he'll double speak. Like you ask him about something, he'll say, I don't know, I wasn't there. But then he's, he's the same one that will defend the same people. But he says he doesn't know he wasn't there. Right. You know, well, and we all were there because we all got to see the cameras after after, after the fact. And if, if you want to see the cameras, you can watch them and you can see what happened and what went on. So um, there, there definitely is to be a, a, a reckoning when it comes to uh, policing in this country and how it is done. So I do appreciate the call. Thank you so much. If you haven't followed me over on YouTube, please make sure to do so. I'm ending up the show soon because I don't want to risk my voice too much, but again, I appreciate you calling in. Thank you so much. Welcome. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's see. Why isn't the patrol order police coming out to defend them or at least asking for their due process? Can QBS? Um, I don't know. Um, maybe they're not. I mean, I think... I don't think there's any evidence that they're not getting due process, and maybe that's why. Um, I, 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 I don't know. Let me, let me see if there's anything about, you know, FOP on FOP on Tyria. Let's see. FOP president responds to Tyree Nichols' arrest video. Um, let's see. Let's see. Boom. Patrick. The event as described to us does not constitute legitimate police work or a traffic stop gone wrong. 
This is a criminal assault under the pretext of law, is what the president of the FOP said. Um, Nichols died on January 10th, three days after he was stopped by police. The five. Here's one, one interesting thing that I did want to say. Um, here's one interesting thing that I did want to say um, about this in particular, because I, do, I haven't called in the Jeffs to ask about this yet. Um, however, uh, a lot of the times the, the people who were, were talking about the officer's picnic that died the day after the uh, insurrection in Washington, D.C., they'll say, well, he didn't die the, at the insurrection, so therefore it can't be the fault of an insurrectionist. Well, is he then going to say that because Tyree Nichols died three days after uh, he was assaulted that it's not related to the assault? No, that's ridiculous. So clearly, just because you had an just because you had um, just because you had an assault take place on a different day than the death took place, it doesn't mean that the the, the actions that of the assault weren't responsible, at least in part, for the death. Uh, hey, Megan, thank you for joining us as well. Thank you so much. Um, the FOP is throwing these officers up at sacrifices. Maybe. Um, I, I don't know. I like. Here's here's my thing when it comes to that. I don't think that they have a chance in hell of of, of surviving a fair trial. Um, but it, it needs to be a fair trial. It needs to be, uh, you know, again, the prosecutors in this case need to dot all their I's and cross all the T's and make sure they make no mistakes. Uh, because even if something, even if, even if a case is cut and dry, like like we all think that this case will be, um, I don't think, I don't think that uh, even if the case is cut as dry, you can screw it up as a prosecution. You can still screw up the prosecution and 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 prosecutorial misconduct can result in a mistrial or a non-guilty verdict. Um, however, I would, I would be, uh, I will guess that because of what is on these videos, that it is highly likely uh, that each of these officers will try and do a plea deal. They will probably try and plea out and we'll say, look, we'll plead guilty. We'll accept this amount of prison time so we don't risk a further amount of prison time. Um, and, I mean, I guess they don't have to accept a plea deal. I guess the prosecution doesn't have to accept it if they feel it's a slam dunk. Um, but they may very well just want to say, hey, okay, if, if, the, if the punishment is, is big enough, then, you know, if, they, if, if they're willing to plea is what it's secondary murder um let's see punishment tennessee second degree perhaps if i spell right murder punishment tennessee second tennessee second degree murder do, 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 do. penalties and sentences second degree murder is not eligible for the death penalty it's first degree however it is a class a felony which is the highest level for felonies in Tennessee. Uh, felonies have a significant range for sentencing purposes. The circumstances of the crime can greatly affect the amount of prison time. There's no statute of limitations for second-degree murder. Uh, second-degree murder is a felony punishable by 15 to 60 years in prison 
and a fine not more than $50,000. Um, uh, that link did not work, unfortunately. Um, so, yeah, so 15 to 60 years is a wide variety. And I'm sure the fact that there are police officers, that they, that they are police officers or were police officers at the time of the murder, um, that... Um, that uh, you know, perhaps that would that would allow for um, extenuating circumstances that might you know give you know the judge or the sentencing the ability to say, okay, well we're going to give you a more a higher amount than a lower amount, um, but perhaps in a plea maybe they get twenty instead of sixty, or maybe they get thirty instead of sixty. Who knows? You know, I don't know how many people are going to be happy with twenty. Um, I think. I think I think that if the prosecution could very well go for 16. They might very well get it. Maybe they won't accept the plea, but I think they're I think the people are probably going to try and do a plea deal first to to I guess try and get it all over with. Let's see, sinful solutions. If you're on a video and not taking a deal, would surprise me. I guess that's the thing. They could they would probably all take a deal. It's just a matter of whether or not the prosecution would want to accept a deal. If they said 30, I think I think most people would be okay with 30. Um, however, I don't know. I don't know if they have to because of this. I don't, I don't know if there's a requirement. There's probably no requirement of the prosecution to accept a plea deal. So if that's the case, then maybe the prosecution just says, no, we're not going to do a plea deal. We're going to leave it up to the judge. And we believe that we will get, you know, a, a amount of years higher than what you would accept a plea for. So, hello, Dark Brain, the West. Um, the Adam, I was beaten by cops, drunk and disorderly. Cops are reassigned to the lower 48 and not fired. Uh, cops make 86 in, brand, in Hawaii, make 86,000 brand new SUVs. A cop party to start. Damn. Um, throws like I've been depressed since 2016. That, that's that's a, understandable. Absolutely, at least. 2017. I remember it was January 19th on 2017. Um, my youngest one was asking us if we were going to go to the dark side, and I had we had no idea what he was talking about. Um, but then I was like, well, tomorrow Trump is getting inaugurated, so yes, we're all going to the dark side uh, tomorrow. Uh, so, but turned out he wanted to go see the um, uh, the Jedi training at Star Wars in, in uh, Hollywood Studios at Disney World. So. Um, yeah, Demonox first give away the cops name unit Scorpion uh, in the world's worst forced acronym ever so they could look bad at yeah that's what I was saying was Scorpion an actual acronym oh jeez um, Memphis Scorpion unit meaning I was wondering if it was an acronym Street crimes operation to restore peace in our neighborhoods. Oh my God, that's terrible. Ugh. Puke. But yeah, I mean, they named him after after a deadly insect. I'm assuming Scorpion is a deadless. Liberal Dance Star Wars directed by Kubrick. <laughs> yeah. Nick Rich. Always look on the bright side of life. Um, I was riding with Bud and pulled over. A cop asked if I was drinking. He said, why are you buying? 
Hey, Agoff Twitler, thank you for joining as well. Hey, Trucker John, I didn't see you there as well. Um, I didn't see Paddywhack. I don't know if I said hi to Paddywhack. Hi, Paddywhack. Hi, Rose. Um, see what else? I guess we're kind of just muddling through the end of the show. <laughs> Maybe we'll go to 930, I guess. We'll see. I'm not having too much of a bad coughing fit at the moment. Or my throat isn't too sore as well. But yes, again, remember if you want to support the show, if you haven't subscribed already, subscribe already to YouTube. Please subscribe to YouTube. Um, go to, uh, you know, subscribe to all my channels or follow Twitter, Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter, uh, Facebook.com slash Liberal Dan. Actually, I've just got started trying to use the Facebook.com slash Liberal Dan Radio page as well. Uh, so there's that too. Um, you know, if you want to support the show monthly, you can support the show monthly by becoming a Liberal Dan Radio patron, uh, Patreon, patreon.liberaldan.com or patreon.com slash Liberal Dan. Uh, you can uh, Venmo me. You can buy me a coffee. Buymeacoffee.com slash Liberal Dan Radio or go to liberaldan.com. Click the buy me a cider button. Um, let's see. Oh, add it. Lost a piece of shit when you look at it. Life's a laugh and death's a joke. It's true. You'll see it's all a show. Keep in laughing as you go. Just remember that the last laugh is on you. I think I want to say when they came, I, I saw Eric Idle and John Cleese in concert here in New Orleans. Um, and they sang, um, they sang Always Look on the Bright Side of Life. But I think they said Trump's a piece of shit when you look at it. Uh, Jeff Curry, what is a cider? Uh, there is a um, place called Broad Street Cider in New Orleans. It's uh, uh, it's an alcoholic fermented cider. Like, you know, you, you might see like a, a Woodshock Cider in the store or a Angry Orchard, uh, those types of things. Although these ciders are so much better than those refrigerate, than, than those stuff that you get in the, in the, in the, uh, in the bottles in the stores. Like they, I used to like Angry Orchard as a cider. They've ab- this place has absolutely ruined Angry Orchard for me because this stuff is so much better. It's a small business that opened a little bit before the pandemic. Um, we've been supporting them through the pandemic and beyond. So when you uh, when you support the show and you buy me a cider, it's it's money that could potentially go to me buying a cider. And I don't like coffee, so saying buy me a coffee isn't necessarily the the greatest thing. Strongbow is good. I probably would still drink a Strongbow. Um, maybe. Um, I probably uh, probably would still like Strongbow, maybe. Um, Jeff Curry, what's Angry Orchard? Just alcoholic apple juice. Uh, oh, we have 69 views. Nice. Um, let's see. Nick Rich, no credit card. Can I use the gift cards to help or whoever might know? Um, hmm. No credit card. What kind of gift cards? Like if like a gift credit card or like a gift card for whatever. If you got like a gift card for Twitch, you could support minoritydan.com on Twitch. That would be that could be something you could do. Um, but in reality, if you have Venmo, Venmo is probably the best because um, I I keep everything that comes to Venmo. I only get half of the Twitch proceeds. Um, Buy me a coffee, uh, buy me a cider. I think I get some of that as well. So, yeah, you can use 
yeah, you can use Google. If you have a, if you have an Android phone, you can use the Google, credits on the Google Play Store to to pay for Twitch, or you can use a Twitch gift card and buy things on Twitch as well. Or if one thing I recommend doing is downloading Google Rewards. The serve, it's basically asks you where you go, and you take little like ten second surveys that give you anything between ten. At ten cents and a dollar for the surveys that you take, um, and that way uh, you can, you know, subscribe to people on Twitch for free uh, without having to actually spend any of your own money. Like, I, I think it took me two months with driving around, and I drive around much less these days because I work from home. But it took two months for me to get up enough money from the surveys to uh, to uh, resubscribe to use my one Twitch channel ID to resubscribe to my other one. So I could basically turn the rewards money into real cash that I can use. <coughs> so kimchi, they also have mead at Broad Street Cider. They have several meads. The Imperial Mead, oh my God, it's so delicious. They, the, the meads that they have are probably my favorites, except for the Viscount, uh, which is a boozy caramel apple cider, which is also very good. Um some people like Dickens, but that's a whole dirty joke that I don't want to go into right now. Um, let's see, what else? What else are we going on, going on about? But yeah, if you go to, let's see, twitch.tv slash dirty, dirty, dirty. go here you can also follow me over here ah what just happened just lost my page lost my page lost the studio so to speak i don't want this to start loading because it's going to play my trailer and it's going to be very loud um there we go i'm back on my studio again i clicked away from my studio i need a new mouse have a buy me a mouse button. <laughs> make it make. Let's see. There we go. Credit cards crunched me before the pandemic was trying to climb out of the hole. I understand that. I mean, I I've managed to stay out of debt, but I also was able to. I was very lucky in before. Right when the pandemic started, I had literally worked exactly a month. I, I earned exactly enough money as an independent contractor to qualify for the max PPP loan. Like I didn't have to, like if I would have earned a dollar less, I would have gotten less PPP loans. And if I would have gotten a dollar more, I wouldn't have gotten any more. Like it was that close. Um, and I was able to get the first PPP loan. I was able to get the second PPP loan. I also got EIDL loans and I'm having to pay that back now, which sucks, but you know, it happens. And uh, it is what it is. Thank you, Donald. That's my Twitch in chat. That's my Twitch account. Uh, if remember, if you have Amazon Prime, you can subscribe to my Twitch account every month for free. Doesn't cost you anything extra. You just have to hook up your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account. Um, it's best if you do it in a browser. It's easiest. You could do it on an Android phone as well. You cannot. You can't do it from an iPhone. 
you have to do it from a browser. That's the only problem. I've not been able to help people doing it directly from an iPhone. I think you can do it from a browser on like an Apple, like on a Mac, but I don't think you can do it on using your iPhone, but you can do it with a Google, with a Google phone or with an Android phone. You can do it on, on any browser you should be able to. So, um, we made rosé meat in a Beltane ritual once. Sounds good. I try it. Um, I don't hit the desk, Andy. It sounds like my furnace coming on. Sorry. My bad. Um, iPhones can never do anything. I, I'm not that. I'm not that super familiar with my iPhone. Um, I do have one. It's it. The work gave me one, which was actually work gave me one, and then work gave me a new one. I had an iPhone 13. And my wife had an iPhone 12 and she was not happy because she's the iPhone person. She loves her iPhone. So we went ahead and got her eventually an iPhone 14, but it was nice to be able to, I have, I have two phones now. I'm one of those people with two cell phones. Um, so it is what it is. Sorry, Donald. Uh, family friend used to run shine out of Southern Virginia to all points North. Nice. It's all commercial for a show about moonshining. I don't know if it was, I don't know how uh, how good it is or not, but looked looked like someone was about to like, have their moonshine distillery or whatever shut down. Kimchi as a gay man, I don't even have like having that much hair on my chest or back or knuckles. Well, I don't have any choice. Um, West Web Galaxy S22. It's like a miracle in my pocket. I have a half dozen old cell phones. I actually have a S22, and I haven't figured out how to. I need to play around with it to figure out how to do all the stuff. Because it used to be you would get a manual of how to use your phone. <coughs> I don't know how to use my phone with, with a lot of the stuff. I was able to figure out some, some picture editing stuff and then be able to edit out like edit out a head in order to make a meme, which was fun. So see my dad used to say everything, exact same thing about everything. Eat your veggies, it'll put hair on your chest. Um Yeah. I would be a bear in the gay community, clearly. Um So let's see. Boom, 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 boom. Anything else you really want to talk about? Anything else that anybody else wants to talk about before I decide to hang it up for the night? Because you know, I don't want to risk. I don't want to strain my voice and do a three-hour show yesterday on Twitch. Although I don't talk as much on Twitch because sometimes I'm actually concentrating on the games that I'm playing. Um, oh, um, let's see. Egg off Twitter. So Omar is anti-Semitic for criticizing Netanyahu's. Oh, that's one thing I wanted to talk about. Thank you. Um, but Marjorie Taylor Greene is not anti-Semitic for claiming that California's wildfires were caused by Jewish space lasers. Yeah, that pretty much sums up the conservative thought and how consistent it is. Absolutely. Um, I'm Jewish. Uh, is the scorpion an arachnid? You just got around to that? Yeah. Uh, maybe you're listening late. I don't know, Demonox. But yeah, arachnid. I thought it might have been an arachnid. I wasn't sure if it was an arachnid or a, uh, or a, uh, whatchamacallit, or a, uh, or a, or an insect, but whatever. It's poisonous and it, it'll kill you, maybe. But yeah, I did want to talk about Netanyahu. I'll get to the caller in a second. Um, I did want to talk about Netanyahu because Netanyahu thinks that he could somehow broker a peace deal between Russia and Ukraine. Are you flipping kidding me? I mean, Netanyahu can't broker a peace deal between Israel and anybody else. Why is he going to broker? How is he going to broker a peace deal between Russia 
and Ukraine. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And I guess if, under conservative thought, I guess I'm also anti-Semitic because I also criticize Netanyahu's Israeli government because, you know, they suck. Um, like, I'm Jewish, so, I mean, I guess I wouldn't be. But, yeah, I, I, I don't agree with everything that Omar says, but I don't agree with everything that Biden says. I don't agree with everything that most politicians says. I don't agree with everything that 2004 me said, for that matter. So, yeah. Um, yeah, criticizing Netanyahu is no problem. Criticizing Israel is no, in and of itself is not a problem. You can criticize Israel all day long. Now, there are some people that criticize Israel, and they sound absolutely anti-Semitic. But that's, you know, completely different ball of wax. Caller, name, where are you from? Once you, once you finally get loaded. There you are. Caller. Did Dan? you want to say anything? Yes. Uh, hey, how you doing? I, I'm thinking I need to take you off speaker. Oh, hey, Wes. How's it going? Oh, can you hear me? I can hear you, yes. Okay, I got nothing to say. Okay, you just were listening. I or... just see all these people in the live mm-hmm. chat. Yeah. And it is. It's called parasocial. You know what that word is? What? What is parasocial? <laughs> Jolie hates it. But anyway, it's like <laughs> we don't really know each other, right? Uh huh. But I just fucking love all these people that are in your live chat right now. I I can't explain it. I mean, I can't. I see them all. I I see all these names, you know. And I if I start saying them, I'll get in big trouble because I'll miss one. And yes, John, it's me. God dang it! Don't you know me by now? <laughs> anyway, but no, I mean, only thing I, I think I would say I would disagree with that was it was is um. I, I've me, known and, talk me out of it. I really want to be talked out of it. I've gotten to know and, and love people online, um, you know, just by talking to them a very long time. There was somebody that I met on the internet back in like, maybe it was all the way back in 98, 99-ish. So it's definitely before 2000. I think it was before 2000. Um we met on like eBay discussion boards and we used to fight a bunch. And then we, then we actually started getting to know each other and he had his, I knew I definitely knew him before Katrina. So it was definitely before 2005. Um, and he's in Los Angeles and we're in, I'm in new Orleans and we, um, we just, you know, really good friends. And we never got the opportunity to meet until like <laughs> 2019 when we both happened to both be in New York at the same time. And we got together and had hot chocolate together. And it was like, two brothers meeting and hanging out. So I don't think you have to necessarily be in person to have good feelings and whatever. So, um, but no, still. no, no, no. I'm say, I'm not saying that exactly. I'm just saying that it's like an addiction or something. I can't explain it. Okay. My history. I'm an old man. I turned 66 years old yesterday. Happy I birthday. Did. Well, I really right. did. Everybody wish me. Everybody here already wish me a happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Wes. Happy birthday to you. And many more. Oh God, Danny. 
I could expound on your voice right now, and part of it is uh-huh. you pitched it a little too low. But right. otherwise, you have a – I don't want to say this to hurt anybody's feelings, but you have a better radio voice than how Sparks does. I really well, he has believe a, he has that. A better, he may have a better TV face than I do, so. <laughs> I know. He's he's so fucking cute. He just can't but, help know. it. And I'm straight, but God dang it, I'd do him. I, I would <laughs> if I could, but I, I can't. <laughs> I mean, there's always an exception, right? The exception proves the rule. Yeah, you get a list. I had a I had one with my last girlfriend. But anyway, <laughs> All right, I, I well, am 66 years old, and I was, you know what AOL is or was? Oh, yeah. I used to be on AOL, yeah. Okay, I was an AOL pioneer through the NEA, the National, Organiz- National Education Association. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, Newsweek magazine and um, oh, a couple other things. It just they needed some people to get on it at the very beginning, and right. we did. And they gave part of the part of it was free, but I paid at least a hundred dollars almost every month Holy for crap. AOL call in. I mean, you know, dial up. Right. It was insanity, but I loved it so much. It I couldn't explain it. I can't explain it still. But it and then, you know, I've been to therapy and stuff and they said um this parasocial, you know, it, they're not real, but you're looking for love or whatever and um and these people are there, you know. And I've I've told other people about this already, but I had a couple of people, female people, that I was so much in love with that I can't even. Ah, I I I think I should be done. I've probably told <laughs> enough already. <laughs> that's that's fine, Wes. Well, th- again, I'm going to end ending in a few minutes anyway. But thank you so much again for calling in, Wes. I appreciate I you. Love, love you, Dan. You, I really do. One. Not sexual at all. I just think I understand you're that. so cool. <laughs> you're really fucking wonderful. And so are appreciate all these you. other people that I'm looking at their names, and I just love them. I can't help it. That's what that one thing I have to absolutely say is that um, a year ago, almost now, I was when I first mm-hmm. had Hal on the show, and. Ever since then, it's been great, not just because I got to meet and talk to Hal, well, not meet in person, but talk to Hal Sparks on the show and interview a celebrity, but I also got to have all, the best part is I have all these new people who regularly listen to my show that I'm friends with, and so, and hopefully one day I'll get to meet everyone, so, because I would love to have that happen, even you, Wes, so, appreciate you, and okay. happy birthday, you have you a know, good one. No, I have a couple of questions, I still have oh. a couple of questions okay, now, because I'm reading the chat. Okay, okay, Nick and I are the same age for 31 more days. That's kind of right. cool. Now, and February only has 28 or 29. Anyway, right. and then Jeff yep. says he sounds older than me, but it's probably the southern draw. And now I'm saying, okay, is it me that has the fucking southern draw? Because... I really try and hide it as much as I can, and I know that Hal Sparks does too. 
All right. Did you get I, mean, that? I think I missed the last part. I, I, missed, I think I might have missed the last part, but whatever. Do I have a southern draw? A little bit. Yes, I am, Rose. You know I am. <laughs> Stoned, kind of. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Well, according to... Uh, um, okay, Jeff says I, it's not me. He the thinks... person I was almost named after, everybody must get stoned. So, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff says he's the one with the southern draw. So good on me. I don't have one. <laughs> okay, well, love I, y'all. All right, have yep. a good one, Wes. Appreciate you. Bye. Okay, thank you. Yeah. My, uh, my mom almost named me Dylan. Zimmerman after Bob Dylan because his initial name is Robert Zimmerman. So she almost named me Dylan Zimmerman and she's decided against it. But I, I, I you know, I guess it would have been nice to be able to do, if I could be named Dylan and then do a good, uh, yeah, she looks just like a woman, you know, do some Bob Dylan imitations or whatever. Anyway. Thank you, Adam. I appreciate you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Liberal Bob. Well, it'd be liberal, liberal Dylan. I don't know. What, what, would liberal Dylan flow as well as liberal Dan? So I don't know. But yeah. I could have had like a Chillin' with Dylan podcast. <laughs> now I have to do something else. Now I have to name it. Now it's just liberal Dan. Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Anyway, so let's just go ahead because I feel the throat issues starting to rise back up again so i think this would be a good time to end the show but remember i gave the twitch link earlier you can go ahead and uh go ahead and follow me on twitch as well as um if you want to subscribe that'd be great too especially if you have amazon you can do it for free um i will be streaming on twitch Probably right around it may be another maybe again at eight fifteen eight thirty I don't know um, simply because of the fact that um, my mother in law staying with us and so they had to teach us how to I'm, I've become we've I've become nurse Dan as well uh, because I've had to put um, the medicine in her in her line and they have a neat little ball thing that uh, I guess pressure is pressurized. So that when you release the pressure, it, it automatically sucks all of the medicine out of there. So you don't have to have it hanging in a bag. It just goes directly into the line. But in order to do it, you first have to flush it with saline and then you put the medicine in and then you flush it with saline again. And then you put heparin in it um, at night. You only do the one in the morning You do two medicines, but yeah, so we have to do that. So it's seven o'clock and then it's right around eight o'clock. So after I give her her dose of her medicine is when I'll probably start the podcast, when I'll start the streaming of the live stream uh, for Alvaron Twitch, twitch.tv slash nerdydan.com. Again, I'll do that again on Tuesday, um, and then I'll be back next Wednesday again, 8 p.m. Central, blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan, or liberaldan radio here on YouTube. Again, Subscribe if you haven't liked the video. Like it on your way out. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't subscribed already. Buy me a cider. Um, you Venmo me. You could become a Liberal Dan Radio patron. Um, all that good stuff. Until next week, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. <laughs>